The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. This is a program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and how to make your dreams come true. We are certainly doing that today. Today my guest is Dr. Charles Glassman, MD. His new book is Brain Drain, The Breakthrough That Will Change Your Life, Simple Steps for Lifelong Success. Dr. Charles Glassman has appeared on ABC News, Bloomberg Radio, National Public Radio, and the Wall Street Journal Radio, speaking about his unique approach to health care. Dr. Glassman is quickly becoming the medical community's number one expert on mind-body-spirit within the physician-patient relationship. Welcome, Dr. Glassman. Well, thank you for having me, Patricia. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's really important to talk about that connection between the body and the spirit. So, for example, if we're stuck in an unhealthy relationship or we're too stressed or we have bad habits or we're stuck in a job or we're worried about our health, just that worry and that stress, that affects our health, doesn't it, and how? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, that's kind of what got me looking into all of this. And, you know, I, I took a little bit of flack from my family and friends when I, when I put my subtitle as the breakthrough that will change your life. Mm. <laughs> because it's a, you know, it, it, it's bit, uh, a bit grandiose, perhaps. But in, in, re- in reality, when I started looking into this, it started a few years ago when one of my patients came to me and wanted to be, continue wanted me to continually motivate him because he felt so good after coming into my office and we would speak and that's because I do consider not only a physical body a person when they come into my office but I look at someone as a totality so that's why a lot of times I'll get that uh, people will tell me that how how great they feel but then you go back into your regular life and you have the stress, you have the bills on the table, you have the kids arguing, you have uh, the, the news that, that's so gloomy, doom and gloom, and everything just kind of spirals down downward. And that loss of spirit and that loss of, of optimism and feeling good about one's possibilities just seems to, the, the air just seems to go out of the balloon. And I, I needed to kind of know why that happened. And the process started with this, this gentleman who asked me to motivate him, so it started with a, a weekly motivational email. Mm-hmm. And I realized that as I was emailing him just a couple sentences, it really needed to go out to a larger audience who also needed to be helped, yeah. uh, mainly my patients at first. 
and then so it what grows. Do you, what do you say? Is it the way we think? How do we reprogram our brain? I mean, there are millions of courses and all kinds of groups that help us, but sometimes, Dr. Glassman, those patterns are so stuck and so embedded from when we were two years old and three years old yes. that it's, it's very difficult. You need almost a sledgehammer. Yes. Well, that, that's, that's a very good point. And um, I started thinking about this by looking into myself. So these emails became more of a self-exploration. And as I shared my findings with a larger audience, I realized that, well, maybe the thoughts I'm, I'm having are not so crazy because so many other people are having them. What I came to, uh, to an understanding is that our brain, and there's a, there's a big distinction and a distinction that I make throughout my writings, throughout my book, between the brain and the mind. Mm. Now, the, this brain that you're referring to is what I've labeled the automatic brain. And that automatic brain comes from the medical autonomic nervous system. That's a very primitive system that has been with uh, really just physical life on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years, but has been with humanity the Homo sapien species, which we are, for about 250,000 years. It's a primitive brain. It only responds to danger, threat, or vulnerability. And that danger, threat, or vulnerability is a lot different now than it was 250,000 years ago. Well, we don't know that, do we? Because it's like the fight-or-flight response. Exactly. It's the same reaction. It's the exact same reaction. So when you talk about these these uh, patterns of thought that are so ingrained since we were children, well, if you think about the way that a human brain develops, it develops mostly, and the neurons are connected mostly in the first 12 years of life. So those patterns have been ingrained. Those connections have been ingrained. So that brain learns what is going to be dangerous, what is going to be threatening, what is going to be vulnerable in our lives as adults. It learns that when we're 0 to 12 years old. Yeah, and, and here's what I find amazing, I'd love you to comment, is, sure. for example, let's say that you were emotionally abused yes. or you were sexually abused, any, any one of those abusive things, as a child. Then you turn around and you become an adult and you become an emotional abuser or you pick people who emotionally abuse you. Yes. And you wonder why. And the yes. reason is that that's what you got used to. Yes. This is, what, this is a good point, because this is what I call danger memories. And so I was trying to think, why is it that we have so, so, so much difficulty breaking patterns of behavior? And here's the breakthrough. The breakthrough is this brain responds only to danger, threat, or vulnerability. Think about the unknown. The unknown, and this is, this is genetic, okay? This, this is genetic programming. Mm-hmm. We have been programmed. This brain has been programmed through hundreds of thousands of years of evolution to respond by fight or flight to danger. And the unknown is part of the genetic imprint. Now, what that unknown is, is has to do with life experience. Okay? But unknown is in our genes to respond to danger. So the unknown is, is automatically dangerous. So mm-hmm. if, you're an ab- if you were an abused child, if you were in a household, let's say a household that wasn't so so abusive, but let's say everybody in the household was obese, okay, or everyone in the household were perpetual worriers. Well, it turns out that if you were not that, 
that's something that, or you're, that's what you become familiar with. That's what the brain becomes familiar with. So the opposite of that is unfamiliar. Therefore, it's unknown. And it's going to fire that automatic brain for you to fight or flee something that is unknown to you. So let's say you start going into a relationship that's a healthy one. Well, got news for you. That's unknown. It's unfamiliar. Your brain will trigger you to fight or flee that good relationship, that healthy relationship. So in a sense, you're familiar with being miserable or you're familiar with being abused. You're familiar with the patterns that develop obesity. Those are familiar to you. And anything that deviates from that is unknown, unfamiliar, and will trigger this response. So, so how do you begin to help your patients break this? Okay. Recognition is, is, is very important. Uh, just recognizing that this dynamic is, is in place and that it's an automatic dynamic. It's going to fire automatically. Mm-hmm. And it, just to give an example of a woman who came into my office and she struggling with her weight, you know, she's really, you know, and I, I would tell people this all the time, if there's a habit that you want to break, if there's some type of thought process that you would like to get out of and you can't, it means that the opposite of that is dangerous to you. And so she didn't buy that. You know, she said, no, come on. You know, me being a thin person, there's, there's a, and I said, well, you know, it's so ingrained. The, the deeper, the harder it is, means that the deeper it's ingrained, which means that there has to be a childhood danger memory associated with it. Okay, and, so go back for a second. So yeah. this is a person who is thin? No, this is a per- I'm sorry, this is a person who is, uh, is trying to get thin, trying to get more fit, trying to lose weight. Okay. Okay, and, and she's and having doing that. And the memory is? Okay, here's the, this is it. Okay, so she didn't buy when I said to her that being thin represented something dangerous to her. Okay, that's what I said. Because, and, and, and I said that because she was having so much difficulty losing weight that I, I, the, I know when there's that much difficulty, it means the danger memory has to be tra- traced to childhood. Got so, it. Meaning, ab- meaning that there's something in there that is, she feels dangerous if she's thin, maybe Correct. exposed, maybe not protected, maybe not cushioned. Whatever it is, but I found it, okay? And it took me about a, maybe 50 minutes of our first, uh, you know, meeting together about this. And she thought back, and then she, it, it's like a light bulb went in her head, was that when she was eight years old, she had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And all she can remember about the pneumonia, not really being sick, but she remembers being in bed, not feeling, not the, the sense of feeling sick, mm. but being in bed with people hovering, especially her grandmother with a very thick Eastern European accent, mm-hmm. telling her that if she doesn't eat, she's going to die. Oh, wowie. Wow. I mean, it doesn't get as, as, you know, as exposed wow. as danger. And so her, her you know, the culture, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be one event like that. But it's really just the fact that she remembers the one event means that the culture around her home growing yep. up. And happens. once she gets that, then she can, she can start to break away from that. Yes, yes. And the way you mm-hmm. start breaking away is by not believing, trusting, or taking mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. from these automatic instincts. And so because that, most of our instincts are automatic from this automatic brain, mm-hmm. and we don't realize that our mind 
is capable of so much greater protection and self-defense than this, this automatic primitive brain. Mm. All right, we're going to take a break. Okay. Fascinating. Yes. My guest is Dr. Charles Glassman, MD. His book is Brain Drain, the breakthrough that will change your life. And you can log on to his website, which is charlesglassmanmd.com. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. There's more. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Have an interesting topic, fascinating guest. My guest is Dr. Charles Glassman, MD. His book is Brain Drain, the Breakthrough that Will Change Your Life, Simple Steps for Lifelong Success. Dr. Glassman, MD, has appeared on ABC News, Bloomberg Radio, NPR, the Wall Street Journal Radio, speaking about his unique approach to health care and is quickly becoming the medical community's number one expert on mind, body, spirit within the physician patient relationship. 
Welcome back, Dr. Glassman. Yes. Thanks. All right, so let's talk more about when you have these, these patterns, like you talked about the woman who was afraid to be thin because her grandmother told her when she was very little that if she didn't eat, she'd die. Yes. So, um, okay, so she was afraid. So yes. here's the question. Mm-hmm. Once you identify, because you can identify that pattern, but that doesn't mean immediately... Like this woman, immediately when she knew that pattern, didn't say, oh, tomorrow I'll lose weight. You got it. It takes a little while. So how, take yeah. us through some steps. Sure. A um, couple things just to, to realize also. Once you recognize it, there's danger that abounds all the time, 24-7. This brain would not have kept our species along if it was not on the alert 24-7. So mm-hmm. that's the, the reason why people lose motivation. That's why she has lost motivation and then regained it. Because unless you're aware of this automatic reflex, almost everything you do is, is endangers us. So it's very important to know that we're from, to, to, to know the difference between the physical and the mental fight or flight. Because the mental fight or flight is what generates the thoughts, the fight or flight thoughts. The fight or flight thoughts which try to make you fight danger or flee danger. So if she's trying to lose weight, She's going to get these thoughts no matter what. They're always going to be there. So it's important to have your higher mind. And I'll say, for the, uh, just to kind of give an overview, the mind is our more uh, spiritual self, our more conscious, our more speculative, our, our part of, of our cranium, in, inside our cranium that is capable of even thinking about the afterlife or perhaps a greater energy, God perhaps, so that mind is much more powerful and can actually, when you tap into it, can derail this kind of process. And, and it all starts with self-talk and affirmations. And we've talked about affirmations. Uh, I mean, not, not, not here in this conversation, but all across you know, so many books and, and so many speakers talk about affirmations. But they can be very powerful. And it's important to, when, to complete this thought sentence. So if the, sent- if the sentence is, for instance, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stupid jerk, um, there's no way that I'm ever going to be able to lose weight. Okay? So the way you, you finish that sentence is something like, yeah, I'm a stupid jerk, there's no way that I can lose weight if I continue to go believing that I can't lose weight. Or mm-hmm. if I keep believing my child, my child brain that tells me that I'm going to die if I get thin. Mm-hmm. Um, another example is uh, a patient who, who I wrote about in my book who told me that she can remember when she was 10 or 11 that her mother used to always make fun of her and call her selfish if mm-hmm. she was looking at herself in the mirror and, and trying to be more fit. And, and actually, she was at that time. She looked good. She was much thinner than her mother, much more attractive. And her mother used to say she's selfish because her mother was jealous of her, whatever. Mm-hmm. Another story. So what I would... I told this woman, when you have that thought of being selfish, you say, yes, I am selfish. I am selfish because I know when I take care of myself, I'll be in a better position to take care of myself and others. You know, so that completes the sentence. That completes that, that it becomes a much more of a mindful thought. But then you can start doing actual physical things to help you get along. Because I always say that you really can't feel your way to better, better results, but you can you can get results that make you feel better. So mm-hmm. to, to do that, you have to start one, one step at a time. So every day you wake up, you ask yourself, 
what am I going to do today to believe in the power of my mind? That's one thing. What am I going to do today to tap into the power of my mind, which shows me my strength, which knows my strength? Mm-hmm. What one thing am I going to do today to move into, to, to make some progress in that? So, so if you're going to do one step today, if you want to move in the direction of overcoming this automatic reflex and moving in a direction that's much more healthy, you choose one thing. So if it's, for instance, uh, replacing one thing in your diet, let's say. So not taking something away, but let's say replacing, putting something extra, more healthy into what you're eating. Uh, maybe it's tomorrow it'll be eating slowly. It takes the brain uh, about 12 minutes to know that the stomach is full. So if you just slow down eating, that, that has a very positive effect of, of you taking in uh, less calories. It's mm-hmm. very important to realize that this brain is on alert 24-7 and will always be present. For instance, the movie A Beautiful Mind, if, if your listeners are familiar with that, showed at the end John's, John Forbes Nash was walking across the green at Princeton when his delusions were still alongside him. Mm-hmm. His little girl delusion, his best buddy in college delusion, his CIA agent delusion. The difference was he wasn't believing, trusting, or taking direction from those impulses, which were really his automatic brain. So it's important to know that as you're going forward, this automatic brain is going to trigger because what you're going forward toward, uh, what you're moving forward toward is unfamiliar, is unchartered area. It's always going to be a trigger. Do you think, so how do you start to make up these exercises? Are they in your book or are they different ones for different people or are they similar? Many examples in my book. Um, I I do um, one-on-one with patients and I, I create what's called a revelation grid, which reveals what the things that are really, what the things in your brain that are generating these thoughts, what are the blocking thoughts? And I show how that is different from the thoughts that can be generated from the mind, which is, our tru- which is really the truth. All these kind of things, the, the, the impulses that say we're a stupid jerk or um, you know, we're going to die if we don't eat, all this kind of stuff, most of the, the vast majority of that stuff is, is just fraudulent because everything is dangerous and it's trying to get us into this comfortable, miserable place and keep us mm. stuck there. So you can imagine what that does to our health. I mean, it's, it's obviously not good for it, so that's why the uh, doctor... Are there some exercises, Dr. Glassman, that people can just do in general to strengthen their mental health? Yes. One of the, the um, exercises that I feel has been very important for me is meditation. And not everybody can sit down for 20 minutes, 30 minutes right off the bat and start meditating. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is if you're in your car, let's say, and you're going to work and you know that it's going to be a stressful day at work, or, or you, know, you think it is, first of all, you don't anticipate it. You stay in the moment while you're driving, and you turn on music. Don't listen to the news. That, that's number one. Do not listen to the news. You will get the news you need to know, and, and when your brain says that you won't be well-informed, don't believe it. Listen to music. And as you're listening to music, either put on something that's inspiring to you, uh, music, Tune into music that you knew way back when mm-hmm. that was uplifting to you. 
and tap into that. Listen to it. Listen to the different instruments. Listen to the different rhythms. You know, it's very interesting. I have to share with you that I listen to music all the time, and it's usually atmospheric, sort of new age music Mm -hmm. that's very soothing and calming. And I find that when I'm doing my written work, that I almost need to have it, that it really does help my brain. Yes, yeah. And, And this is because, you know, music really is the language of the soul. And, and that's just not, that, that's not something I'm just kind of pulling out a kind of a, a new age concept. I mean, if you want to really get down to quantum physics, it's really shown. In fact, Pythagoras, I talk about in my book, who is a mathematician, philosopher, talked about the music of the spheres and how, calcula- how it can calculate how the different, the, the movement of the, the different planets and stars and universe does create a vibrational musical energy. So music really does speak to something that's, that's really deep within us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for instance, I don't speak a word of Spanish, but on my radio I have programmed in the Spanish station because I find Spanish music very salsa and, and just merengue, whatever Spanish music, really uplifting. And I love, I mean, it just makes me feel so great. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's other music I like, too. I have a very eclectic taste, but it's very important so when you're going along this path and you're trying to make changes, you don't turn into the news, turn into music. Uh, try to meditate if you are, and I, in my book I, I do describe different meditative techniques and a longer and shorter one, but the breath is extraordinarily important because this fight-or-flight automatic reflex, it's, it's, we're programmed to breathe shallow and rapid when we're in that fight-or-flight mode. Mm-hmm. So it's very important even if you're not closing your eyes in a quiet, dark room, while you're in your car listening to music, you breathe. You in through your nose, mm-hmm. out through the mouth, or, or the nose, and, and the exhale you try to make longer than the inhale. And as you're doing that, it's a great time to affirm your strength, to affirm that you will always find a way and a way will always find you, to affirm that it's okay to be selfish because when I'm selfish, then I could take care of other people when I'm taking care of myself mm-hmm. better. So it's important that you when you tune, tune out the news, tune into music. Humor is another one that's yeah. very important. Laughing, just think how great All we right, feel. All right, let's take a break yeah. on that note, okay. and let's tell people how they can find you and maybe any workshops um, that you give. Sure. Um, CharlesGlassMD.com is going to is, is my website. My book is on Amazon.com. Just put in Brain Drain or Charles Glassman. I'm also uh, having a new service which will be available within the next couple weeks on my website. It's called Coach MD. Mm. So this, I, I can help people not only in my immediate community, but even if even if they have a medical question, for instance, if they go into a doctor's office and because of things the way they are, they only have five minutes and they get slapped with a prescription. Somebody can call me and just maybe for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I can explain to them what the medication is for or, you know, maybe there are alternatives possibly that they could bring up to their doctor. Plus, if they want to talk about the concepts in my book, the revelation grid, different meditations, my spiritual interests, whatever, they can do that with Coach MD. And on my website, they can sign up for my weekly newsletter and also get a chapter for my book. Okay, thank you so much. All right, uh, my guest today is Dr. Charles Glasson, MD. His book is Brain Drain, the Breakthrough that Will Change Your Life. And again, you can log on to charlesglassmanmd.com. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk more to Dr. Glassman about how how can you break through? How can you change your life? And he has a very interesting blog, MD blog. It's called Charles Glassman MD blog. And we're going to talk about some of the stories that are in the blog um, that he writes and stories from patients as well. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We're talking to Dr. Charles Glassman, MD, author of Brain Drain, the breakthrough, the breakthrough that will change your life, simple steps for lifelong success. Dr. Charles Glassman has appeared on ABC News, Bloomberg Radio, NPR, then Wall Street Journal Radio, speaking about his unique approach to health care. He is quickly becoming the medical community's number one expert 
on mind-body-spirit within the physician-patient relationship. Welcome back, Dr. Glassman. Hello again. And also, let's talk about the award that you may be getting soon. Yes, yeah, this is um, the Eric Hoffer, which is a, a prestigious award for independent authors. I'm a finalist in the category. They, they didn't tell us which category yet, probably self-help. Mm. Uh, so I'm a finalist there. I've also recently got the Pinnacle Achievement Award by the North America Book Exchange for a best self-help book. And I was a, a winner at the 2009 Los Angeles Book Festival in the spirituality category. So it co- kind of covers the full gamut. Mm, boy, yeah. okay, that's amazing. Let's talk about your blog. Tell yeah. us about that so people can write to you and, and, and tune into the blog. Sure, I'd love them to do that. Um, this blog is really my weekly mess- message blog. And as I mentioned earlier in the show that... My whole process of writing Brain Drain started a, couple, a few years ago, three years ago, 2007, with a weekly message. And that weekly message grew into a larger message, a larger audience. And I've continued that, and now I've, I've put my weekly messages into a blog. And many people ask me, how do you find the time to write this weekly message every week to keep up a blog, you have a busy practice, you have a family with four children, how do you do it? And my answer is, I have to do it. This is my own therapy, if you will. As I mentioned, that the, the process of writing the weekly messages was a self-exploration, as was brain drain. And I know, and I keenly understand the dynamics of the automatic brain, not only your listener's automatic brain, but my own automatic brain. So I know, for instance, that I wrote a book that initially was picked up by a very large agent, one of the largest agents in the self-help area, took my manuscript for about three months, pitched it to about ten publishers, got a negative response, and he basically texted me during one of my kids' uh, uh, concerts. I got a text message saying, Thanks, uh, Dr. Glassman. We've enjoyed working with you. We wish you great success in the future and hoping it, your, you know, your book is not for our agency right now. Okay, mm-hmm. so, of course, my bells and whistles go off and the danger goes off, but I know not to listen to my automatic brain, to believe, trust, or take direction from it. But I also know that it takes continued practice and continued work. So, as I wrote this week, about my, the title of my weekly message, which is on my blog, charlesglassmdblog.com. Um, and you could also sign up on my website to get it right in your inbox. But the blog is there with the same message, How Are You Rippling? That's the name of the, the blog this week. Mm-hmm. Basically, I talk about what happens. You know, I'm putting my message out there, my book's out there. Um, I'm on our, you know, Voice America now with Patricia Raskin. Mm-hmm. People may be hearing me. I don't know who I'm impacting. I don't know where my right. message is or who's reading my book, but I'm creating a ripple out there. Yep. And most of us don't even know and will never even know what that ripple has meant to other people's lives. It's very important mm-hmm. to understand, though, that you are creating a ripple that will, in fact, impact somebody else's life. So... With me, with the process of writing this book and, and self, 
basically a, ground, a grassroots marketing effort, everything I decided to do on my own, to get that out there, there's a lot of ups and downs. The automatic brain is always going to be triggering, trying to hold me back, trying to say, what are you wasting your time, Charles? What are you doing? Come on. Shouldn't you be spending more time you know, with your practice, maybe you know, getting more patience? What are you wasting your time on these interviews, writing a book? Come on. Mm-hmm. You've got to get down to the bay. You've got to feed your kids. You don't want to be out on the street because this brain will always default to the worst-case scenario. So mine is just like anybody else's, so I'll get these kind of things. But I know, again, not to believe, trust, or take direction. I know that any time I get a negative feeling inside, it's always trying to hold me back from something that I should be doing. So this weekly blog message, this, my weekly message blog, my weekly message, is a way for me to continue to perfect or to um, not perfect, but um, I guess work on my message, work on my understanding my own automatic brain understanding new techniques. In fact, since I've written this book, I, I, I have a lot of information that I would like to write in another book because there's other things that I've, I've come upon, more different life experiences, not only through my book, but just in my professional and personal life that, that has made me maybe think about things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's all there, the, my weekly message blog. You know, I talk about so that. It's, it's really your own experiences and how you interpret them and how you turn them around to make them positive in your life. Absolutely. That's precisely it. Because I really want to be an example of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to walk the walk. I, I want to show that when you believe in the power of your mind, which is your true spirituality, your true personal power, you don't need this brain. It's well, it's like you said, you know, you got rejected from one publisher, you found another one, but other people would give up. Yeah. Absolutely. Give up, you know, start letting that, those, quote, realities kick in, saying, oh, you know, I really should be out there, you know, doing something right now that's going to make me some money. Well, you, you know what? Yes, maybe you, you could, but you could do both at the same time. You don't have to give one up entirely, because I'm all for identifying your strengths and then doing that. And if, if, right, if the realities in your life right now tell you, that you have a certain degree of stress due to financial matters, well, don't just sit around. Figure out one thing you could do today mm-hmm. that will move you You talk in that about daily magic in your book. Yes. Um, and Albert Einstein says, coincidences are God's way of remaining anonymous, Yes. which I really believe. So talk about creating daily magic in your life. Yes. Well, creating daily magic is mostly being open to it. And... I, the daily magic, keeping a daily magic journal is what I do and what I recommend to everyone who, comes, who I come in contact with. And what that means is there are things that are going around, that, things that are happening around us all the time. Most of the time we don't see them or we just say, ah, you know, it's a coincidence, you know, big deal, and then you kind of move on to more important things. Well, there are things in, in this week's um, uh the message that I wrote this week, I tell a story about when I was vacationing with my family. We were driving our car into town, and just at the moment we were entering town, along the crosswalk was a family. That family's father, I figured it was the father, looked familiar to me, and when I regained focus, I realized that was my roommate from college. I hadn't seen him in over 10 years, and if, 
either way, a second either way, we would have missed each other. And that's daily magic. Most people say, ah, it's a coincidence, forget it. But you know something? Think about what had to happen in his life, in my life. What had to happen in the car in front of me? Something, their lives had to be in a certain way, had to be lined up in a certain way for us to have that intersection at that moment. So that kind of daily magic is, is, you know, is, is much more than a coincidence. That daily magic is something that allows you to, to believe in something much greater than this mechanistic automatic brain, which is just based on the, our five senses, our physical world. So to create daily magic is really about opening your eyes and recognizing it, because the more you start looking for it, the more you will create it, because it will just, you'll see that it's just around you, as though it's, it's fallen out of the sky. And this is different from the law of attraction. Right. The law, the law of attraction, what they talk about in The Secret, is about thoughts. Unfortunately, most of our thoughts are derived from the automatic brain. And the only thing that I believe brings us the things that are right for us is our mind. Mm -hmm. And when we're in touch with daily magic, that is connecting. Like music, that will stimulate the mind. All right, we're going to have to close, but you in the back of your book, at the last chapter, is Seven Days to Believe. Yes. And day one, you say, ask yourself the question, what am I going to do today to believe in the power of my mind? Yes. And you ask you that question, yourself that question every single day. Yes. What am I going to do today to believe in the power of my mind? Yes. And, you know, whatever, whatever it is that... Um, so observe the tendency to drift away, but then forget about yesterday and forget about tomorrow and just look at what you're going to do today. Absolutely. And, and that's the key. What action are you going to take right. today? Because right. that well, action that you're going to take today... Which could be calling someone, which could be writing a paper, which could be reaching out and making a sales call, which yes. could be any of those. Absolutely. All right. Uh, again, uh, Dr. Glassman, it's been a pleasure. Just tell us how we can find you yes, and sure. uh, if you're teaching any seminars or workshops. Right. No, no seminars right now, but I do have a, a new radio show, if I could add, uh, Absolutely. mention Absolutely. Yeah, spiritquestradio.com, every Thursday, 7 Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. It's on spiritquestradio.com. And um, my Coach MD service will be available in the next couple weeks, so if anybody wanted to try that out. Um, the information will be on my website, charlesglassmanmd.com, uh, charlesglassmanmd.com, and uh, my book is on Amazon. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Glassman. Dr. Charles Glassman, his book is Brain Drain, The Breakthrough That Will Change Your Life, Simple Steps for Lifelong Success. Again, you can log on to charlesglassmanmd.com. Thank you so much again, folks. Thank you, Dr. Glassman. Thanks so much, Patricia. All right, stay on the line. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true because you can. Until next week, for Patricia Raskin, Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday and a great week. Bye for now.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 